You're listening to The Real Wealth Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. We are going back to the basics here. Welcome to step four of my seven steps for new real estate investors. I'm Kathy Fetke and welcome to The Real Wealth Show. So step number four is determining your finance strategy. So once you know your purchasing power, once you've talked to a lender and you found out that you qualify or you know what you need to do to qualify, then you get to develop your financing strategy. You need to look at what money you'll use for your down payment, how much, and what kind of loan you'll get. Some investors prefer to put more money down in order to get more cash flow. Others prefer to leverage to the max in order to acquire more assets. And if you do choose that route to leverage to the max, Again, you need to have at least six months reserve set aside for each property. Otherwise, you risk losing the asset if you can't meet those debt obligations. So make sure you have plenty of funds set aside for potential vacancies or make ready costs when tenants move out. Now, personally, I like to leverage to the hilt because I haven't found that the cash flow is really that much better if you put 20% down or 30% down. So put less down, borrow more. The cash flow isn't going to change that much, but it allows you to leverage more and buy more properties because the name of the game, at least when you're building wealth, is acquiring, building that portfolio and letting your tenants pay off that debt for you. In fact, I'd rather see investors put 20% down and keep the 10% they might have put into the down payment and stick that in the reserve account instead because it's more important that you have cash available, again, for those potential vacancies because there will be vacancies. And it's real estate, so things can happen. You just want to have that cash available so that you can hold the asset. Because the key is holding the asset for the long term. That is where great wealth is accumulated. Sure, you can make money flipping houses, but that's money you just get today and it's treated as income. But when you hold a property over the long term, like I said, imagine if you bought a property in the 80s and you still had it today or someone in your family bought it in the 70s and you got to inherit it. I mean... It truly is the greatest wealth builder to hold the property over the long term. So what kind of loan should you get? Well, a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is great if you don't plan on ever selling that property or refinancing. So if you're buying a property in a high growth area and you think maybe this property is going to double in value over the next 10 years, maybe you just want to get a 10-year mortgage because then you might just refinance in 10 years, take the cash out and uh, lock in another 10-year rate. 10-year fixed rate loans tend to have lower interest rates, which increase your cash flow. But if you're not sure and you think you're just going to buy that property and hold it for 30 years, then get a 30-year fixed rate mortgage because that rate will be locked in for 30 years. And rates are really low right now. They're historically low and there's a good chance they will go up over time. So locking it in, a 30-year fixed rate is a great idea if you think there's any chance that in 10 years rates would be higher. Now, we take 30-year fixed rate loans for granted, but no other country does this. I mean, can you imagine giving somebody a loan for 30 years, not expecting to get paid back for three decades and only getting, what, a 4.5% rate? It's amazing that we can get that kind of deal here in the U.S. So it's very special and people need to take advantage of it. And like I said, you can get 10 loans per person. And if you're married and able to qualify for the loan separately, then each of you can get those 10 loans. Now, if you have a primary residence, then that counts towards the 10. So you might only be able to get nine loans. But still, take advantage of this low U.S. financing that no other country has because it truly is one of the greatest wealth builders out there. 
I mean, just imagine if you lock in today's payments and you know that rents are going up, you know that the value of the asset is going up, but in 10 or 20 years, you're still locked into that same payment when maybe rents have doubled in that time. And that again is how you build tremendous cash flow. It really is incredible that you can lock in a four and a half percent rate for 30 years. So take advantage. Now, back when I started investing, people were getting interest only loans. I don't even know if you can get those anymore, uh, but I would not recommend that. Let your tenants pay down your loan for you. And a five, seven, or 10 year adjustable rate mortgage would be just fine if you think that you're going to sell in that time frame or refinance because the values have gone up. Now, if you buy a property that is cash flowing really well, you might even consider getting a 15-year mortgage and paying off the home in 15 years. That could be a great way to be retired in 15 years, and the 15-year mortgage is usually lower than the 30-year fixed. So just talk to your lender and look at all your options and come up with your financing strategy. I know some of our members at Real Wealth Network maxed out the 10 loans that they could get through Fannie and Freddie, and they just started going to family and friends saying, hey, I know you've got an IRA. You can self-direct that IRA, and you can lend to me and just be like a bank, and I'll pay you 5%. And people, a lot of people in the stock market are happy with a 5% return because maybe they're not getting that kind of cash flow in their stocks. But now, their IRA is secured against a property, which is maybe a lot more secure than what they're getting again in the stock market. So again, we have a lot of members who've just gone to family and friends and said, I've got a very safe investment for you. You can self-direct your IRA and we'll drop a note and a mortgage and you can have your funds secured to my properties. That is a way to go past those 10 loans. There's also a lot of lenders out there that are portfolio lenders and will help you get financing past the 10 Fannie and Freddie conventional loans. And again, we have that list. If you're a member at Real Wealth Network, you can get the list of all those lenders under the resources tab. You just go to realwealthshow.com and you'll be able to join right there. It's free and you'll get access to lenders who specialize in real estate investing. I'm Kathy Fetke and thanks for joining me here on The Real Wealth Show. I'll talk about the next step on the next episode.